This is the Confident Collective Podcast with your hosts, Christina Zias and Rayanne Langis, two plus-size models and body activists here to get real and candid about living your most confident life. Get ready for powerful conversations that will leave you laughing, motivated, and inspired. <laughs> we always like wait for one of us to. Dude, start. I'm taking off my shoes too. You look cozy as hell. Yeah. Why would you keep your shoes on? I also, I'm are getting you six foot three in those? Maybe those are so those are some chunky chunks, but I love them. I like them. I've decided that I have to start wearing all the shit I have, otherwise I need to get rid of it. Yeah, I was gonna say actually for two days in a row now you're wearing shoes I've never seen you wear. Yeah, I was like, oh, are those new? <laughs> like, I literally no. both of these I've had for like two years. Wait, what made you be like, I've got to wear it? This is good because I'm like, dude, I can't fucking fit another hanger or pair of shoes in my closet. And I want all this new stuff. And but then I have a hard time getting rid of stuff. So I'm like, OK, if you're not going to wear it, then you need to get rid of it. So I've been wearing it <laughs> and testing it. I'm out. And so take far, it, take the, it for a spin. The, you know, seeing what I actually reach for. Oh my gosh. Well, and this little sweatsuit you have on today is so cute. Dude, I love this sweatsuit. You know what we need to do? What? Is there a tag on that? Because the fit of that? Yes, it's good, this right? This needs to be TCC merch. You're right. Shit. We'll do some investigating. We need to do homework. some investigating because that is good. And I like how it's like preppy. Me too. Oh gosh. As a Jersey girl. Oh! As an East Coast <laughs> girl, I love me some prep, I have to say. Oh my God. Anyways, you guys. Welcome, <laughs> welcome back. back to another episode of the Confident Collective podcast. Today is a big day for us. It's a big day, a big fucking day. Honestly, I, I never no. I knew we'd get here, but for a while, I, I, I questioned did, it. I questioned <laughs> it a little bit too. There were a couple of times where I was like, "Are we gonna make it? it is our one year podcast anniversary? Yeah, anniversary. Our one year pot anniversary. Happy anniversary, boo! Happy anniversary. Um, yeah, I can't believe we've been doing this. We did started this a year ago. Honestly, once we started it, I knew we were good to go. I mean, there's parts of it. I was like, okay, we need to get into a better motion. But just the fact that we started it. I mean, starting it, I think was the hardest part. hundred percent. As, as is but, with anything that you do though, you yeah. overthink everything. And I think that's something that this podcast has reminded me. And I had to relearn is that you're never going to have perfection. You just got to fucking do it and learn along the way. Yeah. I mean, even still, like we're like working through, I mean, uh, like we've been doing this for a year, but we're still like the other day we're like, okay, we feel like we're getting into a groove. Yeah. Like it's so, it takes so much time. And like you said, you just have to start and do one little thing at a time because you're not going to be able to just start something and it'd be like perfect right away. Right. Exactly. Imagine if we were still waiting for like perfect graphics, perfect guests, perfect, st- like all this sort of stuff. We no. would never have began. No. So one year in. Um, and in honor of our one year, we're going to do a giveaway. I'm so excited because we just need to show you all how much we appreciate you and you listening and how much you mean to us. So the giveaway is going to be a $500 gift card. Oh, shit. Because you need to treat yourself. Yeah. We, I mean, obviously you can use this however you want, but when we were thinking about it, we're like, dude, we want like our girls to be able to be like, okay, I have $500 to spend on me. Yeah. 
I wouldn't suggest Trader Joe's, but do, do you, do you, but you know, if you that's want, where your mind goes, Trader Joe's. Well, I'm saying I wouldn't suggest it. Like oh, if you yeah. want to go get a spa and a manicure and you feel like, or a facial or like whatever or you like want. buy a course you've been wanting to take. Exactly. Like anything. Something. Treat yourself on us. Um, we appreciate you so much. And along with the $500 gift card, we are also going to be doing a 15 minute or I don't know. Is that 15 minute? But if you get us talking, we'll be longer than 15 minutes. We normally can't shut the fuck up. So beware. Um, Zoom session. Call with us just so we can like meet you in kind of real life. Yeah. Get to know you a little bit. Ask us whatever the fuck you want. Um, Yeah. Yeah. We could do like an in-person ask away with Ray and Kay. We could just chat. We can, it can be anything you want. So $500 gift card and the 15 minute Zoom with us. And um, to enter... They have to, I'm like, wait, what do they have to do again? Rate and review the podcast. Yes. And then screenshot your favorite episode of all time and share it to your Instagram story and be sure to tag Christina and I and the Confident Collective. Yes. And we will be announcing the winner on our next podcast episode. Then of course on Instagram as well. Yeah, baby. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. And then again, in honor of our one year anniversary, this episode is kind of going to be a highlight, right? Like we're going to recap some of our favorite moments, what we've learned um, after a year of podcasting. Yep. Things that have kind of like stu- stood out to us or things we've learned that have like been, made a big impact in our lives. And uh, yeah. So, but first, but first, let's get into, I'm obsessed with it. Dude, we really need to fucking come up with like a little slogan does- for this section and then like a graphic to use too. Yeah, wait, Dude, does we, anyone? I feel like we have talented people listening. Yeah, talented people listening. <laughs> can someone write us a jingle? Oh, fuck. That we can play. That would, do. that would be so awesome. That would be so awesome. I feel like, okay. Okay. Please, please. Uh, send us a DM if you can write a jingle because we need a jingle for the Obsessed segment. And yes. then also like graphics and stuff. <laughs> but we'll do that. We can handle that one. Okay. So, Christina, what are you obsessing over? Dude. I don't know if that's like a little too much information, TMI, whatever, or like something I shouldn't be talking about, but I'm fucking obsessing over shrooms. Me too. And like, I need to microdose immediately. Okay, wait, what has brought this on? Because I've also been thinking this. Okay, this is kind of like a multifold situation, but... Multifold, multifaceted. I don't know, multifold. Go for it. I don't think multifaceted. What? Well, anyways, anyways, I used to like psychedelics used to be my party favor of choice. And the last time I did shrooms was like a long time ago. But um, I was at, like tripping my balls off pretty much at the Van Gogh Museum in Amsterdam and had the best fucking day that of sounds my amazing. life. Dude, it was so awesome. So anyways, make a long story short for my birthday this year as part of my birthday gift. Steve got me um, tickets to go see the Van Gogh exhibit that's now in LA and my birthday was in April. And he was like, Oh, but like it came, it's now in LA now. So we have tickets for September 30th. So I was like, Oh my gosh, Oh my gosh, Oh my gosh. I was like, I'm going to have to do shrooms for it. Like we have to do (laughs) shrooms and go to this exhibit. He's like, we're crazy. I was like, no, I'm not. So I've already been thinking about how I want to like do shrooms, but I was like, I don't know if I'm really in like the right headspace to like full on trip trip, you know? Right, right, right. So then I started watching Nine Perfect Strangers, which Mm. if you haven't seen, guys, it is so fucking good. And by the time this episode comes out, like maybe people will be like, you're crazy because it's getting more and more wild. Like as it goes on, they're going to be like, you should not do that. Um, But they microdose in the show and they talk a lot about hallucinogenics. And uh, I just want to fucking do it. 
I really want to do it. Yeah. I okay. also, there's a lot of benefits to microdosing. I feel like people like hear shrooms and they're like, oh, that's a scary drug. I can't believe that. But no, I don't, I don't think that's true. Right. And microdosing, to my very little knowledge, because I've briefly been researching it, it's like people, more people do it than you think. And it's like, helps you focus. It, um, gives you a bit of clarity. It's not like you're tripping balls, like on shrooms, like where you're seeing like rain, you know what I mean? Like to my knowledge, there's like a a difference. Yeah. I think that you can probably, there's probably a little bit of both, but yeah. But I will say the last time. But people do it like daily. People do it daily. And it's not like you can do it and like totally function and have like a normal day and go to work and stuff like that. I mean, I'm not trying to recommend that to people. I'll let you know. Well, I kind of think like, it's gonna. It's like the next like marijuana Weed. industry, yeah. and like see, not maybe I can't compare it to CBD. Again, we know nothing. We're just learn. We're just chatting about it, and we want to learn. But like, I feel like it's gonna become so in a year from now. It's gonna be so common. I think so. I mean, it's already legal, at least for medicinal purposes, I believe, in Washington and Oregon. So it's just a matter of time be before California. California. In Colorado. Oh, yeah. Who else knows? Um, but I will say the last time that I did do shrooms, I've never had such clarity. What, I, did, what did it feel like? Well, I'm not going to lie. The first 10 minutes was fucking the scariest 10 minutes of my <laughs> wait, entire wait. life. <laughs> I never told you that. No. Wait, Holy fucking shit. Dude. Dude, I'll never forget it. So we did an answer with my friend Kyle. God bless him. He's not with us anymore. But we like got these shrooms. I mapped it out. I was like so organized with it. We got these shrooms from like this random ass spot in the red light district. And all of our friends, we were the only ones who wanted to do it. We were there with like 20 friends. Yeah. Of course, me. I was like, I'm fucking doing it. I don't care if you bitches don't want to do it. I'm doing it. So anyways, all of our friends went to like a coffee house, the coffee shop, and then to smoke. And then we're all going to be at the Van Gogh exhibit. In like this museum square in Amsterdam. And so I mapped it out. We got the shrooms. We walked pretty much a block away from the Van Gogh Museum, found a coffee shop, smoked a joint, ate the shrooms. I was like, perfect. It gives us like a half hour before it kicks in. We'll meet up with our friends. And by the time we're with our friends, that's when it'll hit us. Yeah. Dude, I'm not even fucking kidding you. When we stepped out of that <laughs> coffee shop, it was like stepping onto another fucking planet. I like, I was the scary. I was like, oh my gosh, oh my, like all of a sudden, like everything was moving, nothing made sense. We were completely lost. Like, and I was like, no, Christina, you got it together. Like, you know, you're a block and a half away from where you needed to be. Like, but I've never felt so far. And like, have you ever been to Amsterdam? No. Dude, Dutch is a hard ass language. There's like only consonants, okay? Like there's no fucking vowels. (laughs) So you look at the street signs and you can't pronounce a single, single thing. And it's all canal. So it's like a huge, giant maze. So everything kind of like looks the same. Like we've never been in this area right. before. So so we are so lost. And my friend Kyle's like, it's okay. We don't have to go to the museum. Let's just sit on this bench for the rest of the day. And I was like, <laughs> no, Kyle, I'm not sitting here. We have to find our friends. And I, inside my head, I'm like trying to keep it cool. And I like thought Kyle's like going to have my back and be the leader in the situation. And he was not. So I was like, fuck, no. I got to take the lead on this. And I will never forget opening a map. And every single thing on the map moving, be like, holy shit. And I asked these people walking by, I was like, excuse me, do you know how to get to the Van Gogh Museum? But by the way, they looked at me, I was probably like, they just looked at me like I was a fucking corpse or like, who knows, a zombie, whatever. I remember Kyle being like, don't talk to anyone, Christina. And he was like yelling at me. Anyways, make a long story short. I was thinking, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to call 
the cops. Like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> Call the cops on yourself. <laughs> By the way, like this felt like an eternity, but I'm pretty sure it was like max seven to 10 minutes. <laughs> Anyways, make a long story short. Then my parents called me and I was like, oh my gosh. And that kind of like woke me up a little bit. And right. I was like, I need to answer this phone call. Otherwise my parents are going to be, you know, my parents, like they call the time. They're going to yep. be freaking out. Our daughter's in Amsterdam. She's not answering. So I answered it. And as that happened, we were able to get in touch with our friends. We saw him walking across the street and then it was the best day of my entire life. So besides those like couple minutes, which is why I feel like if you're doing anything like this, you need to do it in a safe space with people who are not also doing it it too. Um, I was able to see myself and my life from like this outside perspective. And all I could, like at that moment, I was able to realize like how fucking lucky I was, mm-hmm. how fucking lucky I was. And I came from such a place of gratitude. I literally wrote postcards, like all my friends back home being like, dear, blah, blah, blah. I love you. I miss you. Love Christina. I like oh sent everyone God, love letters from Amsterdam. <laughs> and then I also thought I was going to get kicked out, get kicked out of the Van Gogh museum from laughing too hard, which I we mean, almost paid ourselves. But that anyways, probably, that's, that's a likely scenario. So I don't think this will be the same, but it was awesome. And I want to trip trip like that. Like I want to do shroom shrooms and like go to Joshua tree this winter and actually do it like full on like that. Yeah, you should. And also microdose. I've taken one. I know. Well, obviously I've taken one friend of mine who actually met through you. Yeah. Gave me, um, one once. And I don't know if I really felt anything because I also tried, Mm, just too much information. Mm-mm. I also tried cocaine for the first time that night. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I don't know if I really felt anything. Um, also, no desire to do. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I want to try it for real. But well, I'm kind the- of a scaredy cat. So, you know. Oh, well, I'll be the guinea pig for us. Yeah. Uh, next. Um, coming up, coming up. Anyways, that's enough about that. <laughs> okay. What I'm obsessed with is... I don't know why this, I, I started thinking about this, but I think it's because two of my friends recently have met people while they've been on vacation. Mm. And I'm like, I feel the same way. Like when I'm on vacation, I meet men like left and right. Like it's something. And I realized it's because it's vacation, Rayanne. You're more fun. You're more laid back. You don't care as much because you're like, you're like, oh, I'm on vacation. And I think that energy, that like fun, carefree energy you put out is like attractive and people are attracted to it. And you just like aren't taking it too seriously. So I'm trying to channel my vacation, Rayanne, more in my everyday life. I love that, dude. I used to, before Steve, I think I had a boyfriend on every single vacation. Right? Yes. And I honestly think we have Mary-Kate and Ashley. <laughs> what to blame mean? for this. Oh, because... Island in the Sun? holiday in the sun sun. how dare you (laughs) passport to paris like when don't even get me started um but they always found these epic romances on vacation and i do think that's interesting i never thought about it in that point like that but it really is that makes sense like you are chill you're more fun there's less risk because you're like you're like this is gonna be a weak thing max and you're not taking it as seriously (laughs) like the energy you just have this more fun carefree energy but do you feel like you're not like i wish i could see be a fly on the wall at your dates like do you feel like you're not because i feel like you're a fun carefree person but do you feel like you aren't like that when you're dating in la no i do feel like i'm fun i'm fun carefree but like it's just different and i think that like it's just different. This is interesting because I feel like you have a lot more luck with guys outside of LA in Denver 
when you oh go back to Colorado. God, yeah. So I wonder if you're in Colorado, is it the men or is it you? Like, do you feel like you're more carefree because you're kind of like vacation ran in Denver? I think I'm vacation ran in Denver for sure. But also I do think though, I personally found that, I mean, there's just, if you're just strictly looking at the numbers, there's more men there, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And more men. It's called Menver, right? Menver. But also, I see people all over TikTok being like, dating in Denver sucks. Like, mm. anywhere you are, people think dating sucks there. Yeah. No matter where you are, they're like, every guy has Peter Pan's under blah, 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 blah. So I'm like, no matter where you are, people going to say it Wait, sucks. What's Peter Pan's syndrome again? It's like guys who don't want to grow up. Yeah, so yeah, they're like, like a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I just was thinking about that. I do think I am carefree in LA, but like, when I'm like out, I'm not, maybe not putting out as like an open energy to like, well, think about it. It's fucking different, right? You're right. like, okay, I'm working here. Okay, if I'm giving you like my Tuesday night, like I could be doing other things. Like, exactly. So if you're not showing up on time, like I'm already like a little bit annoyed. Now we're like right. on vacation. You're like, fuck, I'll have another margarita until he comes. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. just a different headspace. So yeah, that. that's what I was like thinking. Like two of my good friends have met people recently on vacation. I feel like, I'm like, oh my God, every time I travel, like even if I just go to like Laguna or whatever, I've got like... God, I got men all up and down the coast, but not here. Yeah, that's interesting. So anyway, I would just... Okay, well, try and channel on. a little bit more of... Vacation, Ray. Yeah. Yeah. So I like that idea. Let's get into the, today's episode of kind of going back through our year um, and like pulling out big moments across different episodes and what stood out to us and what's really impacted us. So Christine, I want to kick us off. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that when I look back on it, one of my favorite episodes was when we were able to share our confidence journey. Mm-hmm. I think that's something that a lot of our listeners can relate to. And I think that was almost like a freeing moment for both of us, honestly, to be super open and vulnerable. I know like I, I spoke a lot about like growing up and talking about my family and like, and just like the Greek culture in general and like the way bodies are looked at and talked about. Yeah. Um, so being able to open about that, I think was really important because I think that's something that I've kind of like suppressed for a little bit not wanting to make anyone else look bad or feeling bad for like calling out, you know, yeah. my family, I guess. But it was able, I, that was a freeing moment for me. And I think it was really cool how like open and vulnerable, vulnerable you were sharing that with everyone because that's like not easy to do. You know what I mean? Like to, to especially talking about family pressures and like just how things were growing up. Like you obviously love your family and you, but like we all do things that impacts each other, whatever. Mm -hmm. But I think that was really, I think that's when it's most impactful is when we like kind of are like scared to maybe say something and we open up and are just like, well, here's my shit. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, But I loved that episode too. That was a good one. And I think it's just good to hear. And that's why I love asking, you know, when we have guests on to their confidence journey, because same sometimes like they can be so different, but also, very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, Even with Simone's episode last week, when we asked yeah. her and then when she also shared her big leap moment, I was like, dude, like her talking about running honestly really inspired me again and made me feel like I can. Mm-hmm. When I like, especially now, I feel like through this past year, I've gone through like a little bit of a funk. Like, especially after having Nicholas, I was like, fuck, like I did that shit. I could do that again too. So it was super empowering. 
Yeah. And I think it's so interesting, like to see like as curvy women across the board, those like common things that it's like clearly these, this messaging, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, it was with Simone. Um, she's the new lead of the show, uh, The Big Leap. And she talked about one of her big leap moments was just getting on the treadmill and starting to run, which was something she told herself as a curvy woman she just could, could, never, do. could never do. And so it's like clearly there, there are these very distinct narratives that we as curvy women believe. And when we like open up and like share that and find community in that, that's like where the change is going to happen. And like when she was speaking about that, I was getting excited. I was like, Oh, I want to go run again. And like, it's so empowering. And it's also crazy to just see like these very distinct narratives that have been taught, told to us as women in larger bodies. 100%. Um, what about you, Ray? What's a standout moment for you or an episode you loved? Um, I would say the astrology episode. Oh, yes. Episode 23 with Alice Bell. She's Vogue's lead um, astrologist. So going into the episode, I you knew more about astrology than me, mm-hmm. but I knew like nothing. I'm not from LA people. I knew nothing. I knew I was a Leo. I didn't even know you had rising and blah, blah, all this stuff. Like no idea. So I love that episode because it really opened up this like side to me, I think, where I am very into astrology, but kind of like tapped into like my spiritual, like woo woo side too. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like always on Chani and like co-star looking at really my stuff. Yeah. Like the other week I was having a really tough go with like the men in the men department. I was just like striking out, like just, it was just a mess. So I was like, let me reference my chart <laughs> and like looking at, um, what my chart was saying. It was really interesting, but basically I'm still holding out in that episode. I went actually went back and re-listened to it because I thought it was just like so it was just crazy. The things Alice was saying. She did say I was going to have a romantic relationship this year. Alice, (laughs) we're running out of time. And you know, and you know what? Even if it doesn't happen, I was thinking about it. I really practice romantic friendship. Mm -hmm. And I think maybe, you know, if a romantic like not not non-platonic I don't even know what I'm trying to say romantic relationship doesn't happen I do think that my friendships this year have flourished so much and I really practiced romantic friendship and maybe that's what she saw in my chart because this year I've made new friends that have become that I think will be lifelong friends and I've gotten closer to friends that I've had in my life for a very long time so um it was just interesting listening back to that episode I need to listen back to that to see what she said. I feel like for me, I didn't have as many like aha moments, but I think that's because I was like a little bit more knowledgeable about myself and my signs. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's actually funny that you said that because yesterday I was looking um, right before I went to sleep, which was like at midnight, I was on my phone and I saw someone's stories about like Aries, which is my sign saying something I, I forget what moon is going on right now yeah but essentially that I will have like bad dreams and like really vivid things dude I had the worst nightmare last night really I couldn't remember what it was as soon as I woke up I was like in sweats and like freaked out about it and I was like oh my gosh like I wonder I don't know it was just weird I don't wonder if it was because I read that or what happened well yeah I always wonder if because you read it then it happened or if it would have if if it would have happened if you didn't see it I do think that it's super important and I actually um 
I just got another mini astrology reading recently. Oh my gosh, yeah, by that guy. Did you like it? This guy, Cole, I loved it. But sometimes I'm like, I don't know if I love it. It's because if they tell me what I want to hear. But he told me that next year is going to be fucking epic. I'm going to be working on some huge projects, but I need to lay the groundwork right now. And like now is a time to really, really hustle and make things happen. Okay. And I was like, okay, I fucking love that energy. I love this energy. Oh my God. Well, I do feel like you're hustling and you're making things happen. Well, thanks. Trying. We're so trying. That, that was a good episode. We need to have, we definitely need to do human design because that's something you keep talking about and I'm really, really interested in. Yeah. I'm really, I'm really, I, the astrology episode also unlocked my interest in human design. And I'm not even going to try to describe human design because we need an expert. We need an expert. And, um, I love this woo woo side array though. I becoming so woo woo. Like I love it. I'm very, I guess I am a very spiritual person. Um, but go follow my human design on Instagram. It's very interesting. But also before we get off the astrology topic, it's the full moon in Pisces. Oh yes. That's what it is. On sep- oh no, wait, that was yesterday, September 20th. Oh, so it was going to make you interesting. So it's past. Hold on. Should I read you exactly what I saw? Yeah. Okay. Oh my God. I wish I would have done some like journaling and manifestation last night. Okay. Aries, Aries energy update for full moon in Pisces. So this was yesterday. Dear Aries, you're likely to feel drawn to spending time in solitude and introspection during these days. Blah, 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 blah. Sorry. I just want to. Okay. Lucid dreams and astral projection could happen more easily around this time as you'll be more open to entering altered states of consciousness. Interesting. And then you had some freaky dreams. What's my consciousness saying? Your consciousness <laughs> is saying you're a freak. Wait, yeah. is there a one for Leo? Because since I didn't read it, let's see if it really. Bitch, I'm a typical Aries. I only care about my side. <laughs> I don't look at anyone else's. I didn't know if it was one of those swipe through. <laughs> no, no, it's not a swipe through. You know how it's like what the full moon means for, you know, those accounts? Yeah, yeah, of course. Anyway. Okay. We digress. <laughs> we digress. Um... Yeah, love that episode. Alice, we love you. I keep trying to book readings for my, like, I want to give those for gifts for like. Oh um, yeah, that's an awesome gift. Such a good gift idea, but she sells out legitimately in five minutes. It's so crazy. It's insane. So yeah, that's one of mine. Um, another episode I love so much was episode 20 with Naz Perez. She is the founder of Heartbroken Anonymous. She's also a TV host. She's killing it. And she's just such an eloquent speaker. And I feel like everything she says comes from the heart. Like, and you can, you could just feel her energy, like even through the screen. And I just loved it. And she spoke a lot about just heartbreaks and like heartbreaks, I think are so much more than like what we think of them. You know what I mean? It's not just like, Oh, my boyfriend broke up with me. I'm heartbroken. There's like so many levels of it. And there's so many times where like, you can't really like speak about your heartache with someone because friends and family, they're easy, like they're easy to judge or easy to ask you to like move on or like want the best for you. But sometimes you just like really need to sit in those feelings. Mm -hmm. Um, And I love what she's doing and I love um, the way she expressed herself. And also she spoke a lot about the loneliness epidemic. That is what got me Mm -hmm. because in that season of my life, you were feeling super lonely. I was so lonely. It was horrible. Like that episode, real. Like I want to go back and re-listen to that one. That episode was also one of my favorites. It was so powerful, and I think I admire you, Christina, for how. I remember we were talking to Naz, and she was like, "You know, when you're walking, why don't you just like, why when we walk past people, why do we look down and not like make eye contact and say like, hey, how's it going?' And you do that, but like I didn't do that, and I did right after we had that episode. I would be like walking down the street of LA, like, "Good morning, hello, hi," like 
crazy. And now I've kind of gone back into that, like just minding my own business, kind of like eyes down, like tunnel vision. And I want to get, I want to like re-listen to that episode and get like re-fired up to just be like open and like everyone is craving connection, I think is the main thing of that episode. Steve and I just got into like a little argument the other day, not even an argument, but we were walking in the morning and I was like, hi, 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 whatever. And I guess he was like, is that your friend? <laughs> I'm like, maybe they could be. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, I don't know who they are. And you're so good at that. You say hi to everyone. Everyone. I think everyone should try and say hi to everyone. I don't know. I it, it really makes such a difference in your day as well as someone else's. Right. And it's like, when did we get into this thing? Like if you're in the elevator with someone, like, why would you like, I, I was going to CB2 the other day and got to the elevator with someone and I didn't say anything. And I got off and I was like, Ryan, what the heck? Why didn't you just be, be like, Hey, how's it going? Mm -hmm. Like what? Just, yeah. And you would, I know you would do that. You'd be yeah. like, morning. <laughs> Hi. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, um, I mean, I guess it could feel awkward. You know what I mean? Especially I do think though, with like masks and everything, you like read other people, maybe people have their AirPods on their heads down, but it does take a, just a second to be like, Hey, good morning. You know what I mean? Or even like smile with your fucking eyes, like your yeah. eyes. Smiles, baby. Yeah. So I think that that is something you should practice more and everyone should. I'm telling yeah. you, even if people don't say hello back, you will still feel better and like, yeah. Put your day into a great motion. Yeah. So that episode was so good. Everyone go listen to episode 20. With Naz Perez. With Naz Perez. It was so good. Um, another one that I think we both really loved was episode 32 with our friend Charlotte Zoller, near and char on Instagram. She, so basically why we like really wanted to have her on I'm trying to think back. It was because I... It, it started with that Kiara Ferrani post, remember? <gasps> I saw oh it and God. I was like triggered by it. Yes. I okay. was thinking about that this morning too. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, why? What spurred that? I knew there was something. Mm -hmm. um, yes. Oh my God. I uh, could not remember. Um, basically, there was this post of this big blogger who actually, I really like her. Yeah. I love her. And she's she like was, one of my favorite people to follow. I love her family and everything. That's why yes. I was so triggered by it. Yes. So basically she's like very thin size, like probably zero or I don't want to say someone's size. Very, very, very thin. And she was like pulling the skin on her stomach and like basically talking about body image. And it was just like, I don't know. It was, it was difficult to watch. It was a body positive post. Yeah like a couple of weeks after she had a baby being like, don't worry. Like, see, my body's not perfect either, but like her body is what people idolize. And she is so incredibly thin. And like for her to try and like pull on her, like yeah. skin, that was like really nothing there. It was just kind of like a, a shocking moment, but that's why we wanted to have Charlotte on to talk about it because I felt so triggered by this as someone who is thinner than me. And then it kind of got me spiraling a little bit because I was like, wait a minute, I talk about my body image all the time, my body insecurities. I talk about my stomach rolls, my stretch marks, but like, how do women who are bigger than me feel about mm -hmm. that? Because for them, like maybe my body is, maybe they have the same reaction to my body that I had with Kiara's body. Yeah. So and that's I, kind of what spiraled it all. Yeah, yeah. And I remember just being like, feeling like I, a little bit lost and kind of doing self-reflection like you, Christina, where it was just so crazy. I, I could post a video saying that like saying, 
you don't, I think I did a video that was like, you don't have to like wait till you're skinny to dress cool or something along those lines. Mm -hmm. And it was just crazy because half the women were like, oh my gosh, like really resonated with. And then half the women, it was like, girl, you are skinny. So it's like, I could be called like a fat cow and skinny in one like video. Video, And it's just like, yeah, it also, it got us thinking about like, what is the impact that we have as women and um, in smaller acceptably fat body. So we just had this amazing conversation with Charlotte specifically about the categories, yes. which I learned so, so much, much and how we fall in the midsize category and how that's on the low end of the categories and how basically we ha- don't face the same struggles that other people do who are on the op- opposite side of the spectrum. Um, and we just recognize the privileges that we do have um, and it was just very, oh, it was so, ch- such a good combo. She's so knowledgeable. She's so knowledgeable. And she's also someone who I feel like comes with no judgment. Yeah. Which I think is really great because I feel like we are able to be like really vulnerable with her and be like, we don't fucking have all the answers. We're, we're just trying to do the best for us. You know what I mean? And I do think that like, even though we are more privileged in our bodies, like it's still okay to feel insecure in your body at no matter what size you are. Even like Kiara Ferrani, fuck it. Like it doesn't matter if she's like super, super thin. Like she still has her own insecurities and it's okay to acknowledge those too. So I feel like I learned so much about the categories and everything, but also just stop passing judgment on other people. Right. You just have no idea what the fuck anyone is going through. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So let's just all come from like a little bit more respect and- Patience, I think. Patience and open-mindedness towards each other. 100%. And not just automatically thinking that someone's like against you. like Exactly. Just being able to have open conversations and be vulnerable. You'd be like, hey, I don't really know, but I want to learn. That's where change happens. Totally. So, oh, love that episode. And I think like one of the other main things I've learned just overall is persistence. And I am... So excited to be doing this podcast. I love it so much. I love doing it with you. And I can't believe what, what is this? Like 52, 53 mm-hmm. episodes? 52. Dude, that's so crazy. That's crazy. Okay, where do you want? Oh, you know what? One of my goals, and I think I could see this for us, is like going on a tour across and we can do like fitness events and like a live podcast and like. Hells yeah. Like, I just think it would be so cool. We bring TCC, Sweat with TCC. Yeah. And our podcast around the country. Yeah. That'd be an epic goal. Epic. epic. Who do we talk to? Who do we talk to? We're putting it out there into the universe. But I just think that we can do so much with this. And like, we're still obviously small and growing. But I think that we are building a community of some seriously badass women. And it's going to be epic. And honestly... For every single review, every single download, every single share on social media, you have no idea how much it means to us. Mm -hmm. Like your support is everything. And thank you so much for listening, for loving our podcast and for sharing it. And please continue to do so. Yes, we love you. Um, Should we do an ask away? Absolutely. To end the episode? Fuck yeah. Dude, I need to work on my cursing. You have cursed a lot in this one, but I think it's fine. You were talking about your shrooms. Oh, God. That was my cursing. (laughs) Double whammy. No judgment. Okay, guys? Double whammy. 
Okay. All right. Let's do an ask away with Ray and Kay. Christina, read us today's submission. Hi. First of all, I love your podcast and content so much. Thank you. So I bounce between a size 10, 12, and most of my curves are in my tummy, hips, booty. I love the hips and booty part, stomach and arms, different story, LOL, not so much. I usually date guys who are in extremely good shape and are pretty good looking. I'm so confident about my looks and what I bring to the table until I'm in bed with a guy and he has a six pack and my stomach is out there and jiggling. I've never had a fit guy end things with me after he saw me naked, but it takes me so long to get out of my head and just enjoy the moment instead of worrying if I look good, good enough in a given position. How do I clear my head and not care? My current boyfriend never cares about my stomach, so I feel nuts caring more than he does. I love this question. I love this question. I relate so much to this question. I know. Same. So uh, like we both. Wow. Mm -hmm. I will say. Where do I want to go with this? So my long term ex-boyfriend was like very fit. Like, honestly, this this man has maybe 6% body fat, ripped, just like athlete. But he, like, just because he was that way doesn't mean he wanted me to be that way. And it took me a long time for me to, like, get over that. And he, like, loved my body. Like, we would be laying there and spooning, like, on your side. And he would, like, grab my stomach and just be like, oh, I love how, like, soft and squishy it is. And I just like, why fight that? Like if they're showing you that they love you for that, then just like, you know, what's sexy is just like embracing that, like not, you know, like just listen to what they're saying. And I think as I've been like dating too, I don't know if I was telling you this, Christina, this is like so Leo of me, but like I've gone with some really hotties, some really hot guys who are like very fit. And like, I was kind of feeling insecure before I was like going to see this one guy and you know what I did I just like got naked and went in front of my mirror and like went into like different positions and I was like why am I obsessing I look hot and he's gonna think I look hot he's like clearly is into me like why am I stressing about this so I suggest also doing that to get like get into the mirror like put on some sexy lingerie like look at yourself and also just like listen to what your partner he's obviously obsessed with you and thinks you're sexy so just like stop overthinking it. 100%. I couldn't agree more with like being in front of the mirror, putting on some sexy lingerie and just like moving and seeing how your body is. Because like, I think that you're like way too much in your fucking head. Yeah. And also I just feel like, first of all, you have a boyfriend, like he's into you. You think that like when you guys are having sex, he's thinking about your stomach. I'm telling you, he's not. He's probably fucking like thinking like, oh my gosh, I hope she's orgasming. Like, how, <laughs> like, how do I make this girl come? Like, you know what I mean? Like how do, he's probably thinking about himself. Like, I hope, I hope I'm good right now. You know what I mean? Like guys are so in their head too. They're not thinking about your stomach in that moment. I promise you. Yeah. Um. So I think that you just need to like really, if you're so confident, especially in all the other aspects of your lives and know you're a hot bitch, you know what I mean? Stop thinking about that. I think you need to take some photos in front of the mirror. Mm -hmm. Maybe some nudes, see yourself naked mm -hmm. and recognize how sexy you really are. Yeah. And, and I, just channel that energy. Like confidence is the sexiest thing. Yes. And I think too, like, especially with like when it comes to like in the bedroom, I think also like knowledge is power. And like, as you become more experienced, experienced and like knowledgeable, like one of my favorite podcasts is sex with Emily. Like as you like just become more knowledgeable about everything in the bedroom, that will also translate to your, how you feel within your body and your confidence. Absolutely. So get it, girl. That's all I'm saying. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> 
All right, you guys, we love you. Thank you again. And don't forget to enter our giveaway. Enter the giveaway. Um, and we'll announce winners next week mm-hmm. and also on Instagram. So whoop, whoop. that's how for now. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes on our website, theconfidentcollective.com and find us on Instagram at Confident Collective. And if you really loved what you heard, screenshot today's episode in the podcast app and share it in your stories and don't forget to tag us.